for more. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And there you have it, sound of the closing bell of the New York Stock Exchange. On this Tuesday, June 7th, folks from Chamera Investment Corporation ringing that closing bell. We are brought to you by T2 Computing, a new kind of IT solutions company for workflow, mobility, and infrastructure. Let them explain how their expertise can help you gain greater business value, visit t2computing.com for more information. Stocks faded into the close. The S&P 500 index clinging to a 10-month high. Bank shares slumping in late trading. The S&P up two points at the close to 21.12. Dow Industrials up 20 points, a gain of 0.1%. The S&P also up by 0.1%. NASDAQ fell by one-tenth of one percent. The S&P 500 index did trim an advance of five-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ turned negative in late trading, crude jumping above $50 a barrel, pushing energy shares to a seven-month high. Crude at 50.48, up 78 cents, a gain of 1.6 percent. Ralph Studley is head of investment strategy at BNY Mellon. Moments ago here on Taking Stock, he talked to us about the interest rate environment. There's certainly the reality that we're going to be facing a rising interest rate environment at some point. It's just a matter of when, right? The market doesn't seem to think that the Fed's going to do anything in July, in June, excuse me, and, and less likely in July. That's mostly because of there's no scheduled press conference. Um, but Yellen's comments yesterday give us some, you know, belief that we'll most likely see something this year. And there's a lot of, you know, people out there that believe we'll see one or two rises. Navistar International surging the most in more than three years after the truck maker reported a surprise quarterly profit. Shares of Navistar up 19.5%. Valiant Pharmaceuticals International plunged today as the new CEO, Joseph Papa, cut 2016 earnings and sales forecasts. Valiant down today by 14.6%. Gold down $1.20, a drop there of 0.1%. 402 on Wall Street. Now a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. It's the last big day of primaries in the 2016 presidential race, but voters casting ballots in California and five other states know their decisions will be more symbolic than impactful. The Associated Press has determined Hillary Clinton has enough delegates to be the Democratic Party's presidential nominee. Senator Bernie Sanders is vowing to stay in the race until next month's convention in Philadelphia. As for the presumptive Republican nominee, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says Donald Trump needs to, quote, start talking about the issues that the American people care about. It's time to quit attacking various people that you competed with or various minority groups in the country and get on message. Senate Minority Leader Harry Reid criticized Republican lawmakers today, saying they aren't helping to fund the battle against the Zika virus. The mosquitoes are going to be here in big time. Uh, but by the time Republicans are giving us money, the mosquitoes will have died or gone home. President Obama has asked Congress for $1.9 billion to combat the spread of Zika. The last known living 9-11 search dog has died in a Houston suburb at the age of 16. Brittany, a golden retriever, was two years old when she and her handler were sent to the ruins of the World Trade Center following the terrorist attacks. They spent 10 days at the scene searching for human remains. Global News, 24 hours a day. 
powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus from around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, a move higher for the S&P 500 index, up two points to 2112. That was a gain of one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials also advancing by one-tenth of one percent. NASDAQ declined one-tenth of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. We're broadcasting live today from Pershing's Insight 2016 Conference at the Hyatt Regency in Orlando. And, of course, we're going to be here again tomorrow. We're also joined now by our stocks editor, Dave Wilson. He's back at Bloomberg World Headquarters in New York City. Let's start by taking a look at the S&P 500, where we see 302 companies whose share prices closed higher, 201 lower, Two unchanged. Dave, take it away. What are you looking at that's moving and shaking? Well, we had a story break in late trading about F5 Networks. This is a company that makes uh, networking equipment. And it's Reuters reporting that uh, F5 has hired Goldman Sachs after being approached by possible bidders. Now, the story cited people familiar with the matter. Uh, F5 working with Goldman to uh, respond to the interest that's out there and decide on next steps. Uh, interested parties were not identified. F5 and Goldman both declining to comment to Reuters. But we're talking about a company that's now at $8.3 billion in market value, so it would be a pretty substantial deal. And F5 networks with a gain of 12.6% in the wake of this report. Let me tell you about the shares of Biogen plunging the most in almost a year after an experimental drug for multiple sclerosis that investors as well as patients had hoped might alter the course of the neurological disease. Well, the drug failed in mid-stage trials. Shares of Biogen down more than 12.5%. The drug missed both the main and secondary goals for treating the disorder. This according to a report from Biogen. Shares of Biogen down more than 12.5% today. Shares of uh, Pulte Group, major home builder, up about 3.6% today. Pretty easy to see why. Elliott Management Corp. has taken a stake in Pulte, and it, of course, in the past has faced criticism from its biggest investor. Elliott recently informed us they've taken a position. The company, that's what Pulte said in a statement, we welcome dialogue with all of our shareholders and, in fact, uh, the Home Builders co-founder and largest shareholder, Bill Pulte, earlier this year called on the CEO, Richard Dugas, to resign immediately. And he, in fact, is going to step down next year. So Pulte Group getting a nice boost. Well, since you mentioned real estate, Kathleen, you might as well look at Zillow Group. This is the company that owns uh, Zillow and other real estate websites. 
Uh, they reached a $130 million settlement of a lawsuit brought by Mo- rival Move, company owned by Rupert Murdoch's News Corp. This all has to do with the uh, defection of a couple of Move's executives to Zillow a while back. Uh, the settlement's definitely well-received. Zillow has two publicly traded sh- uh, classes of shares, and uh, the more active one is non-voting Class C stock. And that rose 5.7% in today's trading. And the uh, Class A, which uh, does carry voting rights, those shares up 5.3%. I'm going to stay with uh, biotechnology. Alexian Pharmaceuticals falling the most in six years. The company's drug for a rare neuromuscular disease failed to meet its primary goal. This is in a final stage trial. Alexian Pharmaceuticals down more than 10.5%. Uh, the drug was designed to manage a form of muscle-weakening illnesses. This is described as myasthemia gravis. And the Phase three clinical study, it didn't report any statistical significant changes in the daily activities that the patients could perform. Once again, shares of Alexian Pharmaceuticals down 10.5%. Well, let's take a look at Ralph Lauren closing down nearly 2.4% at $94 and change, although it was much worse today. Ralph, Ralph Lauren tumbling as much as 10% after they predicted a plunge in sales this year. And, of course, uh, this just highlights the challenges that are facing CEO Stefan Larson as he tries to turn around this nearly 50-year-old brand. He unveiled his vision for the company for the first time since taking the reins last year. He's going to eliminate three layers of management, slash a 1,000 jobs, shutter stores as part of his, quote, way forward plan. The restructuring cost, Pim, will amount to as much as $400 million, the company said today. We'll focus on, refocus on his three core brands, Ralph Lauren, Polo, and Lauren. All right, it's time now for the Volatility Index Report. It is brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX moved higher today. It was up nearly 2%, up 0.26, settling at 13.92. And just an update, volatility remains historically low just as the S&P 500 tries to hit a new 2016 high and the bottom line may be that any move to the upside will be difficult to justify absent the federal reserve's rate hike plan all right dave you're up uh hi uh my name is dave Wilson, where are you? Wilson! just what do you think you're doing dave we're going for a price on wilson open up the door it's dave who dave hey, Mr. Wilson, Navistar International is your stock of the day. Absolutely. This is a company that's been around since 1902, was once in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. With a history like that, you might think the uh, truck and engine maker shares would be relatively stable. Well, think again. In the last 20 years, Navistar's share price swung by an average of 52% annually. The swings have been mostly lower in the past few years. Now, Navistar, whose ticker is NAV, has suffered from falling demand for its products, along with environmental issues related to its diesel engines. In January, the stock fell to its lowest price since at least 1980. That's as far back as Bloomberg's data goes. Since then, Navistar's shares have been recovering. The rebound gained momentum today after the release of fiscal second quarter results. Navistar had an unexpected profit amounting to $0.10 a share, 
and revenue beat analyst average estimate in the Bloomberg survey for the first time in two years. The results sent Navistar's shares surging as much as 29% today. They closed with a gain of about 19.5%, and that was the biggest for Navistar International since March 2013. Thank you very much, Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist. Coming up on Taking Stock, we'll be speaking with Alan Bjurga. He is our agriculture reporter from Washington, D.C. He's also the co-host, along with Amy Morris, of Bloomberg Radio's Politics, Policy, and Power. It can be heard every weekend on Bloomberg 99.1 in Washington, D.C. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Fordham University, the Cabelli School of Business Executive MBA, top ranked with a renowned professional network. Classes in Columbus Circle or Westchester. Learn more at fordham.edu slash EMBA.